It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode of BGN Radio is brought to you by Clip It, the hottest app that is out there. Watch TV, make clips, and share. For more information, check them out at clipit.tv or check them on Twitter at clipit.tv. You're listening to BGN Radio. Wentz takes the snap. He steps up, firing for the end zone. Caught! Touchdown! Touchdown! Matthews! Jordan Matthews! A 19-yard strike! The first NFL touchdown pass by Carson Wentz! What a start! It is episode number 309 of the BGN Radio Podcast. We thank you very much for tuning in, as always, whether that's on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, or wherever you can find us on your very favorite podcast app. And uh, BLG, I know that I'm going to delay this just for a moment so you can tell us where we're at with reviews. Maybe they're five stars, maybe they're three stars, but most of them are five stars at this point, and we are close to the pizza party. BLG, how many do we have right now uh, in terms of actual reviews? Somehow I always get off caught off guard with this, but I, I stalled just enough, and we are at 767 ratings. So, again. Which is good. Good. Almost there. But 357 reviews, so, you know, again, still, still a lot of room for improvement in that category. Well, uh, uh, one man that needs no improvement is the one and the only Mr. James Seltzer's in studio with us. Hey, buddy. Give us some reviews to make BLG happy. This is the only thing he cares about in the world other than the Eagles and Survivor. And, and the pizza. It. And Pete. Well, obviously, that <laughs> obviously goes without pizza. saying, but do it for BLG. Uh, also uh, joining us on the program as we're squeezing tight in Studio 2, it's the one and the only Jack Fritz. How buddy? I get really worked up over the reviews. Like I, I check those reviews three times a day because I just want to see if people like Counterpoint. Because I'm still not sure people like Counterpoint. Well, if they listen, and I to think you. it's funny. Like, like, I don't know. I, I, I take the reactions very personally. So we're gonna start off with that. Okay. Uh, and if you, uh, so you, can, you know, you can really make Jack angry. <laughs> yes. You know, you, he just let you in. And if you really want to make him exceptionally angry, you need to listen 
to Eagle After Dark, which is yes. part of our Patreon program. Season two, episode two, hashtag punish Jack, hashtag punish is Jack. out there. So just, you know, float it on over as we uh, go right <laughs> along there. But so we're going to start out with something that happened on our Saturday program and like spilled over. <laughs> into Twitter for days, and we're just going to hash it out because it's a two-on-two Rumble (laughs) Royale. His opponent from St. Petersburg, Florida, 231 pounds, Barry Horowitz. As it's BLG and me versus uh, the, uh, I don't know, I don't even want to call you incumbents. I don't know what to call you. The U.S. Intercontinental Tag Team Champions. We are the the actual Tag Team Champions. Even (laughs) with Jack Fritz, I'll carry Fritz to a win in in this argument here. Now, because we are recording in an unusual way, I need everybody to stay as calm as possible so we can hear at least BLG's points. Oh, well, it's good that I'm here for that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which is, <laughs> that's my thing. So be prepared for a thousand real quicks and maybe uh, some. They won't hear them. Our mics will be off. It'll be good. <laughs> well, that's very true. So the argument in question, as always, is we still haven't figured this out and uh, still waiting on Fritz's blog post, by the way. Tickaroo, tick, tick, tickaroo. Oh, he wrote it. He wrote uh, it. I wrote it. Oh, okay. All right. It's, it's, it's in the process. To, yeah. It's called yeah. a tease, John, you fucking <laughs> idiot. Taking <laughs> shots. The, the first shot already a miss. We're already winning this argument. Yeah. This so, is terrific. So they're, they're starting out with that. But uh, is Carson Wentz considered a Super Bowl winning quarterback? No. Obviously, we know where, uh, if you hear James saying no, you know where being BLG stand. BLG, why is Carson Wentz a Super Bowl quarterback? Well, I think it's more nuanced than no. And yes, uh, very surprisingly, you'll find me in the middle of this. I'm I, Now, here's the thing. I look at at it in terms of what does this like what is this conversation about like why are we arguing about this what is the point of it like are we just arguing over semantics yes we're arguing over semantics and we are right in semantics that's not true though because jack said it's not just about the semantics jack well jack said it's about legacy too and looking at it in the terms and on the question i asked him on saturday's show was do we look back at the carson wentz era then as a failure if he never wins another super bowl um yeah, I mean we but probably like that's will. So, that's just not true. So the Carson Wentz era it was a it was a failure. If he I understand what you're saying because he like, helped lead this to this. Th- I understand that because he was. Um, they don't win the Super Bowl without him, and that's fair. So I guess I don't know. Yes or no? I think it's because we expect more. But th- this is a separate question. the The question was: Is Carson Wentz a Super Bowl winning quarterback? The answer is no because he has never played in a fucking Super Bowl. It is a very oh simple it's a very simple question. It's was so Carson stupid. Wentz was Carson Wentz a huge a more more important part than Nick Foles of them winning the Super Bowl? Sure. Then I why think so. He considered because a Super Bowl he didn't win the Super Bowl. He has not played in a Super Bowl. It is a very specific thing. You wouldn't say Phil Sims won two Super Bowls, would you? you yes, know, I would. You'd say two, oh, he took the, it's the same fucking storyline. He got them to the Super but Bowl. But no one Did does. You see Jeff no Hostetler one says play? that. Terrible. No one says that. People say Jeff Hostetler won that Super Bowl. Jeff Hostetler No, won, he didn't. But he, he wasn't even the fucking MVP of it. It doesn't matter. The point was he was the quarterback when they won that Super Bowl. When we just talked about it, when when Carson Wentz went down, the whole conversation about oh. Backup when he, we talked about backups who had won the Super Bowl, and Jeff fucking Hostetler was the go to example because he won a Super Bowl. Because they were able to still win a it Super Bowl. It doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Hey, of course it, it totally it doesn't. matters. If Jeff, Jeff Hostetler had even an, an ounce of ability, 
ability, I can't believe I'm saying this, of Nick Foles and was able to oh, throw Foles for is way better. 300 yards close. and do all that stuff. There is, they both won the Super Bowl. They are both Super Bowl winning they quarterbacks. They both have rings and they both played a huge role in winning a Super Bowl. But Nick Carson Wentz didn't play in a Super Bowl. How can you say the guy won a Super Bowl if he hasn't fucking played in a Super Bowl? This is so simple to me. This is like the dumbest argument of all like time. That. You have to, it, it's in the semantics, same way, but, but the, that's what we're arguing is semantics. Here, yes. Here's a point I have, something that I've been thinking about. We all agree that Doug Peterson's a Super Bowl winning head coach, right? Yes. Obviously. And like the coordinators get credit for their work that, you know, all the assistant coaches get credit for their prep and the film room and everything. Sure. Well, like... Where were they that, on the side? Were they a part Carson of that wins? game plan? Were they coaching well, that game? Well, yes. How Carson Wentz didn't play in the game. How much he wasn't he on the field. Nick Foles prepare, though. Like, that's my question. I but would like, say as, Doug as much as it matter? in the room. What does it Because they're giving Doug Pearson the credit for the coaching aspect, but does Carson Wentz not get any credit for that as well? He's not a coach, man. Here, Jack, go. <laughs> oh, my God. Doug Peterson was not the quarterback. Doug Peterson was the coach. Doug Peterson is a Super Bowl winning coach because he coached in the Super Bowl. Carson Wentz didn't coach in the Super Bowl. He's not a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Do you have a headset on? You can't. This fucking that doesn't head? make you a What's Super Bowl winning quarterback. Fine, he's a Super Carson Wentz is a Super Bowl winning quarterback's coach, if you want to say that. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> You guys are saying he had nothing to do no, with anything after no, he went down. No, we're not. Nothing. That's a no, ridiculous thing to down, say. Even I'm, in the Super Bowl, I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying he didn't play in the Super Bowl. Yes. Well, there's yeah, a lot of guys obviously. that didn't play in the Super Bowl that still contributed and are still getting fucking rings so he's getting is, a ring is Jason Peters Dude. a Super Bowl left tackle he no. fucking is because he's got a goddamn ring he on he didn't play in the Super Bowl my bad he I didn't, didn't play in the Super Bowl <laughs> like he has a ring he has won a Super Bowl as part of a team but he is not a like sure if you want to say he is a quarterback who has been a part of a Super Bowl winning team sure you can't say that Carson Wentz won the Super Bowl neither did Nick Foles Nick Foles did. did not single-handedly win no, the Super Bowl. No, that's not the point. He played but in so it. why do we fucking put monikers on quarterbacks and we don't put on other players? He, it's fucking annoying. He played, we, because that's because of, <laughs> because it's what matters. It comes from the legacy discussion. That's why we give a shit about quarterbacks' legacies, about all that type of stuff. It matters from a legacy perspective. I, and look, Carson Wentz, like I said, played eight. They don't win the Super Bowl without him. There's no question about it. He is as big a reason as anybody other than right, probably so Doug why do Peterson. We, why do we dub that's Nick Foles' Super Bowl when clearly <laughs> It is not because I'm not he saying be it's in the Nick Foles' Super Bowl. I'm it sa- is. You're everybody because he was I'm the saying, quarterback on the field. Fine, so it's his just, and it's um, not Carson But you're, 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 you're not separating the Super Bowl itself and the, the Because you the shouldn't. Run. There's no way they get there without it. We won't even fucking be in the Super Bowl if it wasn't for of Carson Wentz. Of course not. There is no home field advantage with it. It is a team sport. He didn't it play will in always the game. be a team sport. You, it doesn't matter. You can't say, oh, when you say Carson Wentz is a Super Bowl winning quarterback, and you say, oh, yeah, what were your memories of Carson Wentz in that fucking Super Bowl that he won? Oh, smiling I on the sideline when, the they, side when they fucking used his play. So why no is, it Nate Sudf- is Nick Sudfeld a Super Bowl winning quarterback? Yes, but not in the same way. That's the point, though. Like, that's the Because argument. there's context in everything, James, just like DeVarius Jackson isn't a fucking Super Bowl winning quarterback. This They're playing on the goddamn field. I'm having if a they great time. played and they contributed <laughs> in a significant way to get to the Super Bowl, that's what I'm saying. It's not just like, well, this is this and this is that, and that's final. It is all it is that, all context. It's an argument of semantics. The, the argument of semantics is over from the start. So he didn't play in the Super Bowl. That's the end of it. He is a Super Bowl <laughs> guy with a ring. He has He's he a ma- Super Bowl ma- champion. He's a champion because he has a ring. I'm knocking First shit over. First water bottle just got knocked over along but with the But why is he a Super the, Bowl champion then if he didn't play in the game? Be, 
because he's part of the team. But he didn't the play point in the is, game. we're talking yeah. about so now semantics. Getting, so now you're getting we're talking, really, really just like, well, it's this deadline and that's it. No, the point. My bad. I'm sorry. You I keep forgetting this. You're getting real mic turn off happy. I'm trying to get BLG in there too. My bad. All right, I'm going to give the mic to Jack. What I'm saying is that it's very simple. He did not win a Super Bowl because he didn't play in a Super Bowl. The only guys who played in the Super Bowl technically are the guys who won that Super Bowl. The, the specific game. I'm not talking about the grand run, the whole season that encompasses the Super Bowl winning season. We're talking about the fucking Super Bowl that he didn't play in. It's, Jack? it's just what it is. I'm not, it's not taking anything away from him. I'm not having fun. I'm not having fun <laughs> one bit. This is this is this is so aggravating because listen, like Carson Wentz, they don't like we're looking only at the Super Bowl. Okay, we're looking at the Super Bowl. He did not win the Super Bowl. He was a part of the Super Bowl. He helped with. I, I understand everything he did with Nick Foles in the in the in the coaching and uh, helping out on the sideline. But if we're talking about a guy, he's not a Super Bowl. Then don't give him a ring. Then don't give him a ring. But that's if not, it's not his. But that's just that's just. Don't hold it. Is he or is he not? That's what I'm saying. No. If you're arguing semantics, does he have a ring on his finger? That's not. Yes the, no. So does Nate Sudfeld. You said he wasn't. What's the difference then? What is the fucking difference because in your argument? Nate Sudfeld did not contribute. You just said does he does he have team. a ring? You shouldn't give him a ring. Is what you're saying. You're no, saying, no, you shouldn't give Nate Sudfeld a ring. Because what did he do? He was in there for three quarters uh, in a, in a uh, meetingless right. football game. I, I don't even know where to go with that. The point, like, <laughs> you're, you guys, it's the context the, of everything. But the point is, is we are saying, we are acknowledging they don't win the Super Bowl without Carson Wentz. He is a massive, and therefore fu- it's not his because he didn't play in the game. It's the, not. We're one saying of his. who won the fucking game? Who won the Super Bowl? Nick Foles won the Super Bowl. It's it's inarguable. <laughs> like I don't understand this. I'm not taking anything. This is not an because argument that takes anything not, away. Uh, uh, one does like, not happen without the other. That's what I keep uh, keep coming back to. Like, oh my God, why would you keep bringing it up? Because Nick Foles wouldn't play in a Super Bowl without Carson Wentz. It's both of theirs. We're it is both that. of their rings. That's it. It is a Carson Wentz and Nick Foles Super Bowl win. Ding. No, That's it's it. not. That's it. Dude, okay, at the end of their careers, if Carson wins two more, right, and he and he has three rings, two of those are his rings, and one of them is three Nick Foles' Three of them ring. are his rings, no, and they not. will say about that John, first that one, fucking he insane. led them to the Super Bowl where both he and Nick Foles won He didn't won win it. the Super Bowl. He, he didn't win the fucking they, Super Bowl, John. He so didn't win the Super Bowl. Get, how do they get there? How do they get there but without him? But if we're talking him? about there, forget how they got there. It's you a can't. Clean That's the point of this argument. You cannot just you're go argue, you're argue, you're, the 13 games You're arguing a completely different thing. You're <laughs> no, arguing, I'm not. It's yes, the same you are, thing. You are, no, because, dude, you're not understanding that what we're saying can't be argued against. Who played in the fucking Super Bowl and won it? That's it. That's all we're arguing. We're not saying that Carson Wentz wasn't a huge part of it. We're not saying that they could have possibly won it without Carson Wentz. We're saying who played in the fucking game? We also have no idea how Carson Wentz handles that situation. Oh, my God. We don't. Oh we don't. God. I think he would have been great, but we don't know that. He didn't physically play in it, so how are we supposed to say he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback? He didn't play in the game. I'm Whoa. sorry. I think Carson Wentz is going to be amazing. He was but only an we MVP have no the season. It doesn't fucking matter if he's MVP he this season. He could have played like shit. Matt Ryan played home. like shit. Whatever. It doesn't matter. He won the he was MVP of the league, too. I don't get it. I don't I get what's so hard Carson. about this. Yeah, I think we have to ask Carson. And Doug. I'm going to ask Doug and Carson. You know, we have to. Do you think Carson Wentz calls himself a Super Bowl winning quarterback? Yeah, well, that's what I mean. I I guarantee you you he says no. Well, let's ask him. BLG, what do you think? What do you think? Do you say Carson Wentz says yes or no at the press conference? I he's very you know how he is he's very not like quick to take credit so I would see I don't think he would answer I think he'd just be like I don't like I don't I don't think he would give any of us a good answer but I don't know wait to ask 
You think he'd be what? I think he'd be pissed if he called him a Super Bowl winning quarterback because he's like he wouldn't want to be labeled as a Super Bowl winning quarterback because he knows he didn't win the Super Bowl. He's not going to say. He's even talked that way. Like he has said, it's Nick Super Bowl. He's said that himself. Mm. Like he has made it very clear that he handed the fucking trophy to Nick. What's he going to say? Because he didn't play in the game. What's he going to go? He's like, actually, it's mine too. He didn't play in the game. What? Like I don't understand this. Like I, I, I'm because the way you're going. No, we are not. No, 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 no. Listen, I understand. He literally did not play in the Super Bowl. Therefore, he's not a Super Bowl champion. I completely- No, you're changing the champion There's to no, winning quarterback. He's not a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Fine. Fine. I, I, but, like, I, I can't understand why no one can get past the they wouldn't be there without him thing and how that, like, immediately it who's, doesn't matter. Who's throwing you that away? You are injured. You guys are. No, just like, you're not no, listening. In the, in the sense oh, my of the, God, no, you're not listening, dude. Context, you're not listening. You're not listening. Context, no, our, our argument is predicated on we acknowledge that Carson Wentz got them there. They don't win the Super Bowl without Carson Wentz. He is as big a part of as anything, but he didn't play in the game. That's our whole argument. That is it. You're not understanding where we're coming from. No, I completely so understand So how do you argue from. against that? How do you argue against that <laughs> argument? Because, because I think that I think what John and what our side more so is is that the Super Bowl, as silly as this sounds, it's not one game. Like because you're, you're talking yes. about like the difference between the run, like 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 how do you value that? Like how do you value the run versus the game itself? Like what if you were? Way, just, that's way, a different question. Well, I think that's, that's what we're a different about. fucking question. But that's what essentially the point, that's what we're my point about. is. You guys are arguing the wrong thing here. Like it's the wrong thing. Ask the question: Who do you think is more responsible for them winning the Super Bowl? Is a different question than who's just the won the fucking Super Bowl, the actual game in there? Because that's he's right. Jack is right. When you look back at it, people don't say that about Phil Sims. However you want to look at it, people don't say Phil Sims won two Super Bowls. They say he won one. Well, they're stupid. Because whatever, man. The point is, <laughs> but that matters. That's the national perception. That's the local perception. That's but was perception. he that, like the MVP of the season in that year? Up until he got hurt, Phil Sims was probably going right to be the MVP there. of the season. Yeah, he was okay. having an amazing I year. So, I, like, because you were like two. Yeah, think, it's not right? your fault. Yeah. I was like ten <laughs> years old or whatever. But I like, I, I get, I get it. I, we're arguing different things. Our point is that ultimately, he didn't play the game. There therefore, no it doesn't high, count. Fine, no. fucking fine. I, I get it. I get it. That's, That's all you're saying. That's what I'm saying. His, That's exactly it's not like what you his just contribution said. doesn't count or whatever. I'm saying that I, he I'm not saying that. I'm saying he didn't play the game, therefore he's not a Super Bowl champion. Which is fucking ridiculous no, to me. No, I not that he's not a Super Bowl champion. He <laughs> played a large role. I'm saying if he didn't play in the game. Oh my god. The whole yeah. team is super. There's a you're distinct. Oh my god, you're taking the words. No, no, I'm not. He did not play in the game. Therefore, he is not a Super Bowl winning quarterback. That's it. That's all you said. Correct. He is a Super so Bowl. So why champion do they give out rings? Because he's a Super Bowl champion. Then why don't they give the guys the fucking the rings only on the field? It. Oh my god. Dude, I'm asking you a question. Because if they, if you're they taking the word winning and changing it to something that it isn't. We're saying that when you look back, that, that Carson Wentz won a ring where he didn't play in the game. That is something that legacy-wise will matter. People it will look shouldn't. at that. I'm telling you it shouldn't. I think it's absolutely dumb that we calculate quarterbacks based on did they play fine. in the game or, that's or not. That's your subjective no, opinion. That's the I'm argument. Just, it's, it shouldn't be that way. That's fine. Phil Sims that's in the sep- same way. We are arguing separate things yet again. <laughs> <laughs> it's this is, true. This is like, well, the rule says you you, you are directly not in that game, and therefore that, that's just I'm how just it is. Say, this is what it I'm is, I'm saying man. it's like, a dumb conversation to have when clearly you know that Nick Foles wouldn't have been in that Super Bowl without it. So it's both of them. The it's po- partial. It's the both whole of them argu- do it. But, but, uh, the whole argument is, is about who played in the game. That's it. This We're talking semantics where you guys are saying, yeah, but the run. Yeah, but the, the, how they got there. And we're saying none of that fucking shit matters. Who but played in the game? why doesn't that matter? 
But it does in the grand scheme of things. Of course it does. We're talking for this <laughs> that's argument. All I'm saying. That's all we're saying. But then why does this the, argument matter? But you're arguing matter. a separate why thing. Why does the argument matter? It actually, it doesn't matter yeah, at all. Yeah, it's one of the dumbest this is, arguments this is, we've this ever is had. This uptown Because Super we're Bowl arguing different conscious. things. It is one of the dumbest arguments in the history of the planet. Fritz anyone is tapped out like a while anyone ago, Anyone who's still way. listening, I love you, because you're an amazing person to let us yell at each other over something so stupid. Look, they're both incredibly responsible, and they both deserve all the praise in the world. All right, so well, let's do this. Let's everybody vote uh, at BGN underscore radio because I know that there's a lot of us to tag in. If you want to individually tag us, fine, but what, what do you guys want to be called? Team contact or team I'm, non I'm going to have a poll on the article on Jack's Team, we actually too. hate Carson Wentz. That's, <laughs> that's apparently what we are. Yeah, it's like all of a sudden it's like this no, is an anti-Wentz argument. It's not at all. BLG, you make the call. What's, what's, what is it going to be? Well, I'm going to put an article up on BGN where you can, well, like in Jack's article, I'm going to have a, a poll there. I think that's probably better than Twitter to me. If you want to get on to it on Twitter too, I guess that's we can what I'm make saying. You, they can go. Yeah. They can go there. So, what should it be? Um, ha- hashtag. No, ha- I don't know. Hashtag. Y- I feel yes. like any hashtag is going to get ring, in hashtag trouble. Hashtag no sp ring. Uh, it's not about the ring. He's got a ring. It's like I, that's the problem. I don't know I don't how know. to make just, this something. Just that's tell like, us what you think. Just tell us what you think. Just say yeah. say Jack and James, you're fucking idiots. John and Brandon, you're fucking idiots. Either works. Hey, uh, Fritzy. When are we uh, actually going to see another counterpoint in our feed? I can't review anything if it's not in the pipeline. I know. I know. I need to get Chad Lewis's number because I need Chad Lewis. We have Lu- Chad Lewis's I know. number. I'm going to get Chad Lewis's number from you. I'm going to do it. At least it. I think we do. I have it right here. I know. I know. <laughs> I was going to text you. Like, I'm going to the home opener tomorrow. I'm going to record on Friday. All right. We love you. Uh, you can hear him daily. Six to ten on uh, the <laughs> well, Joe Gillio show. On sometimes. the evening show. Uh, which will be what right is around this there. I'm showing you right That's, now. That's uh, Chad Lewis's phone That's number. That's Chad Lewis's phone which number. Which I told Jack okay. we had well, I was two thinking weeks about ago. this morning. All right. All right. Relax. Jesus Christ. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't listen to the radio. I'm not going to be able to hear it. <laughs> Good work, Jack. Good work. Uh, so that, uh, man, Woo! that was... I got... <laughs> We might, have to, we might have to go excited. back. We might have to go back at the beginning and insert something right. that says, "Hey, if you don't want to hear us yell at each other for twenty minutes, jump to this point of the podcast." <laughs> yeah, I agree. Also, I think we should talk about Eric Rowe right now. Ooh, yeah, let's talk about Eric Rowe. Let's just rehash all the old fights, can we? Uh, so, um, in in more important news, it's uh, not like anyone ever said Doug Peterson was a bad coach or anything. Yeah. Like, we could argue no, about that. Not at all. Uh, we uh, we learned that uh, just before we were coming in, uh, BLG. There's a new tight end in town. It's Richard Rodgers, formerly of your Green Bay Packers. What do you make of the signing? <laughs> well, I mean, anytime you can get Rodgers from the Packers, I, I would say you know, yeah. it's, it's not bad. I mean, what? He's only the third best quarterback on the Eagles at that point, but still. Um, oh, 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 look at that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, it's Carson, it's Nate Sudfeld, and then I knew you were going to do that. So. I, knew you were, I, knew, I knew that was coming. I would have bet right. my life you were going to say that. For, for real, though. For real. Just kidding. People out there are going to get offended. <laughs> um, uh, at, for real. Uh, Benjamin Solak, if you're upset. Yeah, at Just Benjamin for those Solak of the, <laughs> of, Solak. Of the Kiston and Solak show. Um, for real, though, Richard Rodgers. and... Show pack show. Yeah, I was going to do that. But. Salak. I like Salak. <laughs> there we go. Richard Rogers to me is a guy. I actually wrote about him on Monday. I, I looked at some of the veteran tight ends that were still out there in the market, and I was like, you know what? I could kind of see them add Richard Rogers just because he's very unimpressive. There's nothing really too special about him, but I don't think he's like as terrible as probably uh, you, some Packers fans or some people might make you think. I actually, the article over from our friends at Acme Packing Company, which is the Packers SB Nation blog, they laid out a pretty uh, extensive 
article about how you know he's he's fine like he's a fine number three tight end i think that's kind of what the eagles are bringing him in for i think he's not really known for his blocking but his his uh receiving numbers are pretty decent he had eight touchdowns in 2015 he had some of the he had one of those hail mary catches from aaron Rodgers against the lions so he's done some things before uh, he's only 26 years old he can probably contribute on special teams he's only missed one game in his entire career so that's pretty Which important very durable yes so i think he's kind of coming in here as the burton role because he's not that, that that blocker type. He gives the Eagles some receiving ability. Uh, the, the tweet that Rap Sheet sent out is a little ridiculous. It was something. <laughs> did you, I don't know if you guys saw it, but it was just oh, like. Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah. He's I didn't trying to like revitalize his. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was like. So um, what was it? it up. He was like, he goes to a place that uses the tight end as much as anyone to reboot oh, his career. Yeah, like, that's a little crazy. I think he's All a right, fine calm depth down. player. And, <laughs> yeah. and it doesn't count against their comp pick formula because I think it's like a minimum deal. So what? Whatever. Oh, it is a minimum deal, or yeah. certainly okay. Yeah, I, I was mean, if he's replacing Burton, the only question is, can he throw? Right? Yeah, that's I mean, true. That's really all yeah. we want to know. Got to warm up the old arm, even though it's sad that sad that Doug's retiring. It he said he's like you probably won't see it this season, which is but, okay. Which is exactly the, what he wants exactly. you to exactly. All of a sudden, next level, uh, three dimensional chess, a new yeah. a new wrinkle. The Philly special two uh, will uh, will make its debut. Yeah, I mean, this is. I, I, he's a pretty good blocker too. I would actually almost assume he becomes a, a good uh, tight end too, and more more so than he does the Burton role. But uh, we'll have to see. I don't know. It'll be interesting. I'm sure we'll there will be a million clips of uh, that that Hail Mary catch. <laughs> it's like ah. the, this is this is what we can <laughs> look forward to. Uh, or that something and a like lot that. of Oscar Hammerstein jokes. Yeah. Am I right? That's right, uh, for sure. <laughs> uh, more importantly, uh, my, that was a deep cut. Right yeah, there. it's an extreme <laughs> deep cut. Props to you if you got that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for real. If you got that, you're my you're my my man. Or I'm gal. acting like I did. I don't know what James just well, said. Rodgers so. and Hammerstein. That was oh. Richard Rodgers, the most oh. famous uh, composing duo of all time. Well, there you go, uh, Richard Rodgers. More importantly, James, the uh, the Rams are doing stuff, and. Um, I know we mentioned it on Saturday. Wanted to get your perspective on it, too, because I'm still... Listen, I can't just say it's nothing. I'm nervous. Like, I am nervous. Not just what the Rams are doing, but this is just another... Oh, stop. Would you guys stop? You Uh, can't... uh, Gotta be... Just being nervous doesn't mean I'm not confident in this Eagles team. Like, like everybody just shut up about that. I'm tired of hearing about, oh, you you don't think... Why do you hate the Eagles? (laughs) I know they did. Relax. Relax. Uh... But uh, it's just all the other things. Like Jeffrey Laurie mentioned, the NFC continues to get more and more deep. It gets a little more stacked. I look at this Rams situation, and a lot of people just say dream team, and they're saying it again because Brandon Cooks gets traded. First of all, it's a pretty pretty terrible trade by them. I mean, 23rd overall plus a six. I know you're getting a fourth back. Have to re-sign him immediately. They have a lot of different things that they have to take care of. I they know they have a lot of value space. than the Patriots did to the yeah, Saints. It's crazy. Like, it's nuts. How? Like it's a it's a bad. It, to me, it's a bad. Tra- it's just a bad trade. Regardless of that, I still think Brandon Cooks is an amazing fit in that offense. Uh, the the other things that they've done, we obviously know about. Do you think this actually falls apart? Do you think this has a chance to stick together? Well, first of all, John, I can't believe how you can discount the world champion Eagles and just be so terrified. No, look, uh, um, I think it's a great point because I saw a lot of the Dream Team stuff, too. And I I don't look, I don't think it's I'm not as um, I'm not as as scared as looking at all the big names that are coming in and going, oh, we're we're screwed. But I I don't think Dream Team. I really don't. Uh, First of all, I think McVay's a really good coach. Not that Andy Reid wasn't, but that was a different thing. 
I, I know. We, I know. Yeah, look, he's no Doug Peterson. Don't get me wrong. No, and I still got. Well, I've, go ahead. I got some. But I think. Oh, you know, who else is a really good coach is Wade Phillips when he's coaching a yes, defense. And he's I agree got with some. That. He's got some pieces, man. Like almost other than the Cooks move, like it's all been to fortify that defense. And I know it's a lot of knuckleheads, but it's guys. At least you know, Kib Talib, someone Wade Wade Phillips coached in Denver. Someone he knows. I. I I think it's going to work. I think you made a, a, another point there, though, where it's, I think it's just more the NFC in general. Uh, you no. know, none of us are huge Kirk Caviar fans, but I think he's <laughs> better than Case Keenum. I think that improves the Vikings' chances this season. Jimmy G, that dude's legit. I like him better than all these quarterbacks we're talking about with Goff or with Cousins, all those guys. I think he makes the Niners legit immediately. I think there's a lot of firepower in the NFC. You know, we've got Aaron Rodgers and all that type of stuff coming back. I, I, I think the bigger issue is that there is just a lot of talent in the NFC right now, so I'm I'm not worried about the Rams. I'm not worried about anybody. I, I do I really do believe this team is as well set up to repeat as any team we've seen in a long time. But I, I, there's a it's lot. It's gonna be hard. It's that's gonna be. All. That's the thing is is how stacked compared to the the AFC's a cakewalk. They, they're all terrible. Hey, can we I, switch conferences? Yeah, please, cool? please. So <laughs> I, that, that, I'm I'm more worried about the whole. Talent in the NFC that I'm specifically about the Rams, but I do think the Rams thing. I don't know if it's, I don't think they're going to win 16 games or anything like that. Yeah. But I think I think it's going to work enough where they're going to be a threat. Here's where I think PLG, despite all that, because I also have some more Rams sticks. Uh, the 49ers and the Vikings are still the t- two toughest teams I think to challenge to get back to the Super Bowl for the Eagles. 100. percent I think if people are looking at this and saying, "Oh man, this is just just wait that offensive output and whatever," and I thought Danny Kelly had another wonderful article on James the Ringer, uh, right. who was kind of masking that out too. And there was other people that are looking at it and going, "That's just to that's that is to maintain what they've already done." I mean, they were scoring points at an unbelievable level last year i don't think that's sustainable i agree i think they're trying to you know group something together so the drop off isn't as bad because they are a prime candidate to drop off and do that so what do you do you go let's fucking load up the defense which uh that scares me and brandon cooks scares me as many people try to i don't know why people downplay him despite being traded by you know in back-to-back years Thousand yards, seven touchdowns every single time. You can just put a little marker next to him and go, cool. He's we're better. Done. He's a better version of Sammy Watkins. It's what they wanted yeah. from Sammy Watkins. Is right. He's a better player. That's right. Uh, now, Malcolm Jenkins has another opportunity to say night night. Uh, but on top of that, I don't think there's any better duo in the NFC West and probably one, two, three, four somewhere in the divi- in the conference. You are not going to beat Kyle Shannon and Jimmy G. You're just not. It's impossible to to try and scheme against those guys. I say that hyperbolically. Like I'm not. Right. Uh, I'm not. I, they're I mean, not going sixteen and zero either. No, they're not going sixteen zero. But they're going to be the most dangerous team in the NFC, in my opinion. That is not the Eagles, or possibly right along those same lengths. And Kurt Caviar, although you guys know exactly what I think about that, <laughs> John DiFilippo and him scare the shit out of me. Yeah. So it's I'm worried team. about that. It's, it's a, a good, good team. team. BLG. Where are you at with uh, the NFC and this Ram stuff? Yeah, I think Brandon Cooks has a really good fit on that Super Bowl wall the Eagles put up in their facility where he's getting <laughs> laid out by Malcolm Jenkins. I think he's a really good fit there. Um, I'll say that well for done. sure. Well done. Um, the silent assassin sneaks again. <laughs> thank you. That's good work right there. Listen to EAD, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
the 49ers thing, obviously, they had a really good... I think they had the most enjoy. besides from the Eagles, obviously. I think they probably had the most enjoyable end of the season of any team just because they're so bad, and then they get Jimmy G, and then they just... They keep they win. They win out, and it's like, oh, hey, that's awesome. Um, so much hope for next year. I want to see it, though. Like, I, <laughs> I, I got to see more from them. I'm not, I'm not down on them. I think they could be a threat, absolutely. But, like, I'm not just assuming they're automatically, like, the number one threat. We'll see. They have the potential to be for sure, but I got to see it first. When I look at the Rams, I look at their head coach, Sean McVay. Coach, some some call him coach of the year. I would call him coach of the first round playoff exit, as I have oh. before, which is what really happened and lost 13 points to the, the Falcons, who then lost to the Eagles in the divisional round. Not exactly uh, the biggest juggernaut that they lost to there. And they were at home, by the way. And... Uh, when I think about Sean McVay, I think of a, a gimmick coach who's on the hot seat there in L.A. I think, you know, this is this is a very Brad Stevens-esque. I knew you were doing that. I was like, this is where this is going right now. He's I was on the about hot to seat. say. Why, why else is he pushing all his chips, chips into the middle for one year if that guy it is, is not It is for one year. It's a good pressure. point, by the way. No, like but you look at all the contracts up at the end, yeah. of, like everybody they have yeah. is up at the end of the year. It's crazy. So so, ever, so everyone's like, all right, they're pushing all their chips in the middle. They're trying to take advantage of Jared Goff's rookie contract, which, you know, I get at the same time. I don't think Jared Goff is very good still. Like he's obviously way better than he was as a rookie, but I don't th- he's not scaring me. Like I'm not scared no. of Jared Goff at all. And that's that's part of why I'm not scared of the Rams. What I think. Well, I tweeted it out last night. I still think the Rams, or I still think the Eagles have the better head coach and quarterback. And you can go at other positions too, but those are the two most important things, obviously. And that's what it comes down to for me. And I think that the Rams, as you talked about there, John, and another big thing that I always talk about that people never talk about enough, so I guess it is being talked about enough because I keep talking about it, is that <laughs> they had the healthiest roster in the NFL last year. Like, seriously, yeah, it's unbelievable how healthy no they problems. stayed. Like, they literally had no one of significance on IR until late in the season when they lost Kayvon Webster, a starting cornerback, and that was in the Eagles game late in the season, and then they lost their kicker, Greg Zerline, Greg the Leg, uh, uh, what's his name? Legatron. Legatron. Yeah, and like, that was it. That's, that, that's all they <laughs> missed and you look at what the Eagles lost and they still freaking won the Super Bowl like when I look at that that's what I wonder about this Rams team are they gonna fold under pressure Sean McVay is young maybe they won't I don't know I'm just saying that's my question with them when you have all those personalities when you have a team that uh, overachieved in terms of injuries and other last season that's my biggest thing with him I kind of want to see more yeah, there is certainly I, – I still have a lot of McVay questions just in, in general, and that's not to just like, oh, you got lucky for one year and you discount it. I just want to see him uh, in that sustainability do that. And certainly, not only do I think his offense might regress, I think there's a good chance that Jared Goff regresses in that too. And Again, that's why you go get Brandon Cooks, and that's probably – they said we're not going to deal with OBJ. The one thing I will not say I – will, I will say – not say? I don't know. This is going to come out. In, in regardless <laughs> so of say. Uh, Les Need is – no way Howie Roseman in any fucking way in doing all this stuff. And he was bad before this, and it looks like he's kind of getting bad after this. Regardless of what happens with the Rams in the next one or two years, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do after that because they are set up pretty poorly in my eyes of, and I, you know, I was chatting with some Rams fans today on Twitter, and they're like, all right, we still got nine picks. There's like a chance to get three or four starters out of there. I'm like, Guys, you don't you have one pick that's in the top 100, and outside of that, it's fours through sixes to for for your rookie 
quarterback that has to go and draft. This is what I love in the differences between these approaches. Uh, they already have kind of a core to be set up with. Howie Roseman looked at that and be like, all right, we need – they kind of did the same thing last year. So I don't think this is – this is not in a dream team scenario because the dream team was, you know, signing five-year deals and doing all this. These are calculated risks, and they, and it can go either way. Uh, Howie did the same thing. Bring in Alshon. Bring in Torrey Smith. Trade for uh, Timmy Jurgen. Bring in LeGarrette Blunt. They needed talent. Like, both teams needed more talent to go and get there. Howie, however, went and got – Okay, this can go either way. This can go either way. This can go either way. Uh, it, they're all one year. There's, this is just a, a pick flip so that we're not losing really anything, even if we have to jettison these guys. Fortunately for them, they fucking nailed it. Uh, got everybody signed up to long-term deals and said, this is our core. This is what we're going to be happy with. And now we're going to let our rookies and draft picks and everything else take over. So let's stock up on those for the next couple of years. Not trade for fucking Brandon Cooks for a first-round pick where it's already been reported that they are going to sign him wow. for, for a deal, which is fine if yeah. you want to take that approach. This is going to be our guy with Jared Goff for, you know, hopefully the rest of their careers. But then you got to worry about all the other draft picks that are coming and sign Aaron and Donald's. There. Yeah, like all of that. They They're, got a lot. You're they gonna, gotta, you're, you're Todd gonna, Gurley's coming up for a contract. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. So that that to me is the massive difference. No matter what happens this year, I'm still nervous, uh, is it's going to be so much better for the Eagles in the future. And that's why I can kind of rest my head. So I actually think the, the rivalry, as much as it is the Vikings now, it will be the 49ers. Because they are basically set up the same way, and they're going to hit and col- collide with each other at the same time. I think they control the NFC East. Or uh, or NFC, NFC West. Excuse me. NFC, yeah, period. I agree with yeah. you. I, Jimmy G, as a uh, for the next, let's say, five years, is the number one person in the NFC that scares me the most. And obviously, it's the combo with Shane Am. Yeah. I think... And it's funny because we're talking about this year before and we haven't mentioned Aaron Rodgers. So yeah, it's amazing. You know, it's or Jimmy thing. Graham. Like, yeah, I mean, no like, big yeah, deal. Exactly. Like, and we yeah. all know what Rodgers can do by himself, you know, for yeah. a team. We saw it last season how, how they cratered. But um, I'm with you, John. I will say, though, to the McVay thing, I do think that, and I know BLG's joking around with yeah. Brad Stevenson and all that. Am I? Or, or I was about to, I was about <laughs> to say, where is he? And he beat me to it. Terrific. But I do, <laughs> I do think that because. You know, of the whole, you know, Doug Peterson getting completely, you know, just such a bullshit thing that McVay won right. it last year for him. I do think that we have a bit of a petty wars brewing. Yeah, a touch, a touch. <laughs> I think we, I think we, I think we. Look, Peterson deserved it a million times over McVay yeah. last year, just like BLG always says they they fucking beat them in their building. Yeah, but I do think that we do underrate. McVay a little bit because they're like tend to tend to lean towards the he, you know not giving him enough credit because no that was, I don't, I don't he know so at all no, he, he did it no we we even we. even for I me nationally he does no. okay I'm saying I, I, I think I, that in Philadelphia I feel like because of the the kind oh, of the hate definitely. form yeah, we yeah, might sure be good. underrating how good egg goes <laughs> 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 like, yeah fuck it the go, hate is the hate is real yeah yeah the hate is real all I'm saying is he is very smart and he is going to I think he will continue to be successful. I just think there's no way to keep the sustainability with what they had just based on it. Uh, you know, a, a lot of those teams that have done that. I agree. And I, I agree I from a front office perspective. No question. You're right. Right. And just everything and how it's built. I think it's going to go uh, against them kind of eventually. I saw someone on Twitter and I wish I could remember it was it was a, a NFL writer, but writing about the concept that part of the reason the Rams are doing this is because they're trying to grab LA. And I thought that oh, was yeah. a really fast. Definitely. I thought that was a fascinating 100%. point. So I think that's a big part of this as well. And they're, they're at least in their mind willing to maybe, you know, give up some of the future for the now. Well, I wonder you, you guys ever wonder 
and this is just allowed it this is you know put on your tin foil hat for just a moment do you ever think that the nfl goes hey guys you uh <laughs> i mean your playoff game was embarrassing you had people show up in your building and you were winning team and that's embarrassing you guys need to do something hundred percent happens. At oh, of course, hundred percent. Look at how look at how those awards went. Look at Sean McVay winning Coach of the Year. Where did that media hype machine come from? Like, how does that get started? And then Gurley and whoever, like they, the Rams, like won all of those awards at the awards show last off season. That's not by accident. The NFL wants the. The, the NFL wants the NFL to be back in Los Angeles very much so. I mean, they added two teams there. Obviously, especially the Rams are the the poster child there. I 100% buy that. All right. So, um, real quick, just oh, yeah. on that point. Ooh, that's our first real quick. Yeah, it's amazing. How about we didn't that? get that in the argument. Oh, yeah, it's unreal. I just yelled. I didn't even <laughs> wait for real quick. I just jumped the fuck in. Um, do you guys think the Chargers will ever truly be like, do you, cause you know, it, I think it's really tenuous that they still end up actually playing in, in the same building with the Rams and being the second tenant there. Do you think there's any chance they end up going somewhere else or going back to San Diego or something? Cause I don't think that's the craziest thought. They're not uh, an LA team. That's they, what I mean. they never were. They were for one season. No one they was. were an LA team. No, the Rams were. Well, the Rams they, were. The Rams, the Rams were, were a legitimate LA team. The Chargers. Yes, yeah, my Chargers. Bad. Yeah, they're yeah. moving. Yeah. In. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, absolutely. Is that po- like? I feel like there's a real chance that they don't end up. They're gonna go to Oakland. I, I don't know when, but I don't know why they didn't go to Oakland. Yeah. I'm sh- the you guys thing, moved to LA. San Diego moves up to Oakland. Vegas. Done. I'm all for Vegas. I can't wait. I love the concept of a football team in Vegas. Yeah. But Oakland is a booming market like i'm shocked they couldn't figure that well out that'd be a hard sell for them too now that i'm thinking about it like hey you're gonna lose the raiders but you get the chargers it's a dumb idea by me yeah don't listen to, i don't know oklahoma they, city they i don't fucking know they yeah. shouldn't be in at least should be one team in la but it's yeah. it's again it's the hype machine i mean the nfl uh all of the offices as you guys noticed, like they moved to the stadium, and you're like, "Okay, guys, so that's interesting." And you're going <laughs> to stay there and be a part of that, and you want as many Super Bowls in LA because it's one big party. All the celebrities will be there. Totally understand. I know why they did it. It's fine. Uh, but speaking of the Las Vegas Raiders, which I'll just start doing now and just get used to it. Um, holy shit! Have we? I mean, it's been a while. Uh, and uh, there have a lot, been a lot of things that have gone on. Have you guys ever seen a team in your life go, wow, what a what a bunch of promise, a dark horse Super Bowl candidate go from that into 2004 Madden so quickly? No. I mean, it's embarrassing. Like, there, this is going to be such an embarrassment for the league, in my opinion. The, the Raiders are going to look like shit. They are. I mean, it's just like... Yeah, but I think they're going to be, like, interesting dog. bad. They're gonna, be, they're gonna be wait. They're gonna be what? BLG like interesting bad because like they're just so like disastrous. <laughs> That's I kind of love the the I, I have this like I don't want to say love for the Raiders. They're not my football team, but I, I just have this weird respect for them. Like I like that they they just like don't give a shit. Almost like it's just like yeah, we're just gonna do some shit and <laughs> I don't know how it plays. They're like chaos. I just I like the chaos. Fucking element. cut that guy. I didn't like him. We played Monday night. That oh yeah, oh, was he dancing? Like, Jesus, like, like that and like Al give Davis, him a ten year contract. Like just the fact I was thinking about it recently. The fact that like we could just we already knew who Al Davis was going to draft just based on forty times. Like that's so ridiculous. Oh, yeah. 
Yes. Oh, yeah. It's so dumb. But like the, the Darius Hayward Bay pick, I'll never forget that. Yeah, well, when I you're was, not a fan of that team, like for Raiders fans, it has to be frustrating. But like when you're not a fan, I think it's fun. It's just like chaos. It's like yeah, whatever. I don't yeah. care. Like they can whatever happens happens. Uh, maybe it works out, and that would be really weird. Like I kind of I think it's interesting in a weird way. It's it's very dumb what they're doing. I mean, they gave like a long snapper like just a ton of money. They they like the fullback. They they paid like a fullback. To, like they're they're just doing a ton of dumb things. <laughs> and amazing. I know, uh, you know, some have theorized that Gruden actually knows what he's doing. And I, I mean, geez, the moves certainly don't signify that to me. But yeah. I think it'll be interesting. One one more thing we have to get into here before we oh, end. Yeah. Yes, uh, we we do have to talk about Paul Warlow. We do. Have oh to talk yeah, about him. the press conference today. My bad. Yes. What did we learn about yeah, Paul? Tell tell us about Paul BLG. Well, uh, his name is Paul. Um, <laughs> it's got a nice for, accent. <laughs> uh, the Eagles showed some interest in him last year, actually, back when he was a free agent. And, you know, I kind of thought at the time, all right, here we go. Michael Hendricks getting traded. They're signing Paul Warlow. And he ended up with the Lions. He ended up playing there because uh, I think they're, uh, was it Jared Davis? Their rookie got hurt and they needed him to fill in at middle linebacker. And look, he's a below average player. He's nothing to get excited about. They signed him to a minimum deal. I think the, the signing of him could probably just means that Najee Good isn't going to be back. Same thing with Daniel Ellerby. Not that we ever thought he was we were talking about it on saturday on the, the wip show that yeah i think schwartz likes that token veteran backup linebacker he's had steven tolick he's had lrb as i just mentioned and i think that's kind of what warlow is here he has some versatility he's actually a pretty decent athlete um not a great player but a decent athlete so he should be able to contribute on special teams and help out depth wise nothing to get excited about but these are the kind of moves that the Eagles need to make like it like you think about how they got to the Super Bowl and they were able to withstand those injuries and how teams like the Cowboys who rely on star power and don't have that depth really suffer when things like the Zeke suspension happen. Like these are the moves that like aren't exciting right now and we kind of glossed over, but they actually probably matter a lot in like the bigger picture. Oh, for sure. And and just like we were saying, James, like this is the time where you have to kind of look for those small edges and uh, whether, uh, you know, Brian Bradham was uh, or Brayman, excuse me, was was How one of those you. last year. We, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to insult the uh, beautiful male model. Nah. That is no problem taking off his towel at any point in time. By the he way, he walks around with a, a hand over uh, his junk. It's unbelievable. I've never it, literally like, for okay. years, the entire time Good I remember the team, he would just walk around. <laughs> reporters ever a hand over his junk. Uh, this is these are some of the smaller things which, like, I consider upgrades and nobody kind of is you know it's whatever it's just how oh, how can you say that with whatever but these these are i'm sorry Najee. these are I was upgrades. About to say, sorry Najee, you stink yeah. like yeah friend of the podcast is yeah, friend so of the podcast. so meh like paul Werlow, at least like that's a guy who i you know might make plays in those spots it's a it's a really fine signing i'm not worried about worry how about that <laughs> hey sorry guys yeah that's I'm all right. really sorry that's I'm all right about it uh, I feel terrible. BLG, why don't you roll us uh, with some uh, some final thoughts there, buddy? Final thoughts? Listen to the WIP show on Saturday. What are we? That's one right. to three. On one to Saturday, three. April 7th. So listen to that. Obviously, keep working on the iTunes reviews and ratings. Got to get to 1,000 in both. Uh, I think that's just about it for now. The Eagles are Super Bowl champions, so life is good. James, any uh, final thoughts? Listen, I saw James' new house. Wow, that's all I have to say. <laughs> looks nice. Looks very nice. Wow, it's, it's a mansion. very cool. Yeah. It, yes, it, it is, is a p- palatial mansion. <laughs> I like to say. Um, yes, right in South Philly, because you know how many of those there are in the 
between all the row homes. We just snuck a mansion in there. Um, a Mick I, mansion, nonetheless. Yeah, wow, I, this really sticks out in here. So yeah. usually when the final thoughts come, um, it's, you know, I, I'm not prepared and I come up with something. But today I actually saw something earlier today that I'm like, this is going to be my final thought. Oh, nice. The NBA 2K thing is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in Wait, my what life. What is this? They had, they had an NBA 2K draft day. So apparently NBA teams <laughs> have gaming teams that are very fine. Oh. Like the Mavs gaming site or whatever. And they drafted fucking video game players to play oh, on their team. This is my wheelhouse. This guy, Desi, Desi something, it. whatever. <laughs> this guy, Desi something, whatever, got drafted. He's getting paid $35,000 room, board, and medical for yeah, six months to yes. play fucking NBA 2K. He quote unquote trains 14 hours a day to play point guard in NBA 2K. Fuck that. It is so <laughs> dumb. It is so ridiculous. I can't believe I can't believe this is a thing. That Adam, really Adam, jealous. Adam, Adam Silver. Adam <laughs> Dave Silver. Dave Silver. Dave Silver. No, Adam Silver. No, it's Dave Silver. That's, yeah. Some people will get this who are listening to that. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Dave Silver. Thank Actually, you. it did the draft. Like he's like, giving the they, these guys are getting contracts from the NBA to play video games. That's fucking stupid. I'm J- sorry, James. You ready for this? You love it, don't I you? Fucking oh, love this God. shit. And what James doesn't are we understand. Are going to start and end with J- an argument? What, what James doesn't understand. Thirty five k is a fucking bargain right now because if you watch all the <clears throat> nerd nerd alert, if you uh, all the Overwatch, don't tell me you watch people play video games. Fuck I can't yes, do I do. That. I can't. Absolutely, I do. That is it. That is a cultural training, James. Cultural you would watch a Madden tournament. You no, would watch no, a finals you know of Madden tournament. Don't I say would you would play fucking. No, you Madden. wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Why would I want to watch other people play video games? Because you're not that. Because you're not as good as them. It's the same reason why I watch sports. No, as good as no, and no, when, and when we go that athletes and when and we watch, he moves his fingers so well. Look because at how nobody he, else in the world can do it. He hits the X button so fast. <laughs> like really, fuck that. It's a, get ready for it, folks. Billion dollar industry. Oh, it's Everybody's so stupid. In. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's just this. as dumb as poker on television. It's just no, as dumb as bowling on television. Is it's that's dumb. That's it's a, all of it is dumb. All of it's dumb. James, sports are dumb. Very let true. me enjoy my. Let me enjoy my esports. Uh, <laughs> I will. I love you. You can enjoy whatever you want. Here's what I uh, what I will say, and I know people get upset uh, sometimes when we just we don't stick to uh, to the Eagles itself, but. Uh, are taking over. It's time to go to the playoffs, motherfucker. This has been BGN Radio. Episode number 309. Right here on BleedingGreenNation.com and BGNRadio.com. We'll see you guys. Everybody.